Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams and we're here for another Family Foundation Friday with our good friend David Walls. David, thanks for joining us. Greg, good to be with you. Now, as always, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. We'll probably run out of time, but yeah. uh, before I start and before we jump in, I want to wish everyone, because we're not going to do a, a Family Foundation Friday next week, David, right? Yeah. Because it's Thanksgiving weekend and we want you to uh, spend that time with your friends and family and loved ones uh, and we're going to be doing the same. Yeah. You going to be in Texas? I will be. Okay. So yeah. the, uh, Sorry about that, but I mean, no, no, okay. that's great. Glad you get you're to You're welcome to come visit the great country of uh, Texas anytime. I, I, I've Greg. been there a few times. I'd love to. There's certain parts of it I really love. So but anyway, that's for another topic. Yeah. Um, we got several things. And David, I want you to start. Um, you were at the KBC convention. Tell us what that is and, and, and your takeaway from that. Yeah, uh, I was at the um, at the Southern Baptist of, of uh, the KBC, Kentucky Baptist Convention. They had their annual meeting and uh, was was excited. We got uh, we uh, actually um, the Family Foundation um, sponsored the what's known as the Pastors Conference. So it's a it's a it's a conference that they do for pastors the day before the, the main right, meeting. Right. Okay. And they use it as an opportunity just to bring speakers in to equip and pour into pastors. And this year, uh, the topics were really um, speaking uh, biblically into cultural issues, particularly issues uh, addressing sexuality, gender identity, uh, some of the LGBTQ issues, right. and it's had a number of great speakers. And uh, we were thankful to just um, come alongside and help be a sponsor of that. We got to share Baxter Boyd on my team, who's right. uh, the, our church ambassador network director, got to share in front of the whole group of pastors a little bit about the church ambassador network nice. and continue to encourage folks to learn more about the church ambassador network at our website at KentuckyFamily.org and encourage your pastor to uh, to engage in that. Can but it was, it was yes. just a, a good time uh, to be um, Do you around. feel good about the way they handled the issues? That, that you, they, they oh, took a yeah. biblical stance yeah, and a great biblical job Yeah, biblical stance on, on the issues. And it was just encouraging, uh, you know, um, to just hear how the Lord is moving through yeah. um, through the KBC and their huge amount of churches across yeah, yeah, Kentucky yeah. and Largest see, how the, Kentucky, see yes. how the Lord is moving. So that was, uh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, we're going to circle back around yeah. a little uh, encouragement and challenge at the end regarding that same type of thing. But we've got something that's brewing here oh. right in central Kentucky. Uh, and, and that's a light word for it. I'm yeah. using brewing as a light word. It's actually about ready to explode, I think. Uh, but there's a lot going on with that. And I'll just mention this. In Anderson County, right here, just uh, 35 miles uh, east northeast of us, right here in, in Lexington, basically, um, Lawrenceburg, uh, there's a major school issue that, that, that hits the legislature. Yeah. It hits uh, pro-family groups. Yeah. Uh, of churches, all kinds of things with the Briscoes. And I know you've been, we had Randy Adams on a couple of three weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, Randy was a part of that. Yeah. But a, a, a family in his church. Talk about the Briscoes. Yeah. Um, I, I forget, Greg, if, if, if Brad Briscoe and his family are, are members of, of Randy's yeah, yeah, church. Yeah, they shared but, in his but, church. But they yeah. were, um, yeah. you know, uh, Brad's wife, I believe, worked at the school district. Of course, yep. Randy told his story. He was in. He and his wife worked in the school right. district, right. And, and just to remind folks, Randy, you know, took a, a strong stance against the KDE guidelines on pronouns. Took a biblical right. stand right. on that, and um, and, and, just, and leaving parents out. Yeah, and he right. wanted to make sure. So this is were the alerted, second right. time there's been a, a big, really deeply concerning issue that's been exposed in, in Anderson County, um, and uh, so. What has happened now is uh, Randy actually um, at a at his church. Yeah. He allowed right. Brad to come share his story about what happened, and and I encourage folks to to uh, go to the Family Foundation's 
you, you can find this if you go to our Facebook page or if you go directly to our YouTube page. We've got the video of Brad Briscoe sharing his testimony of what happened at, uh, at, um, at the church. And, and to summarize uh, essentially what, what happened was um, their daughter, Brad's daughter, he and his wife's, uh, was essentially groomed and targeted by a, a counselor that is really just an avowed LGBT advocate yes. and was doing a number of, of deeply, deeply concerning things behind that the parents' are, That back. were against the law. Yeah, I mean, That's become very clear. Yes, yes. And, and, and again, we're not going to share the whole story. Right. encourage folks to go, to go watch the video. But essentially, it was facilitating a, a same-sex relationship behind their parents' back. And then further than that, uh, literally trying to um, caused division in the family. Yeah. There was coaching uh, on that. Coaching, was, they trying to, to yeah. um, uh, you know, uh, false CPS reports filed, trying to encourage um, their child to cause strife at home and encouraging her to record it. Yes. Uh, threats being made uh, that um, that she was going to get um, people fired. This is the counselor. Right. I mean, just really trying to get the ch essentially their daughter removed from their home. Yeah. And all of this seems to center around the fact that she uh, disagreed with the Christian beliefs yeah. of, of Brad and his family. Yeah. Uh, and so they, and they found a vulnerable teenage girl yeah. there. That they felt like they could, uh, right? Th that they yeah. could manipulate and do this with. So this right. is boiled over again. Or, uh, earlier this week, Greg, uh, they had a um, a school board meeting. So many folks I think turned you up. Posted that as well. Yeah, we did. We sent we sent out an alert. I mean, look, this the story. He's kind of I know in in that community and, and elsewhere has has blown up. Is just really uh, sh um, you know raised an awareness and shed a light on um, a very concerning situation that uh, indicates. You know what we've seen, unfortunately, is a lot of times uh, in 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 the public school system, particularly in these uh, counselor uh, situations, yeah. where deep concerns are truly. Yeah. Uh, this is rural, right? Not backwoods. I don't right. want to say that yeah. because I grew up in a similar community yeah. here in Kentucky, and wonderful, wonderful people, a lot of great people there. But here's the interesting thing, David. I want yeah. to talk about this because the LGBTQ issue and the indoctrination and grooming is horrific. Yeah. But here's the thing that protects them. They found out they couldn't go to the school board and say, we have all this evidence, which is very clear yeah. they do, and say, you need to move on this. Kara was touted 20-some-odd years ago here in Kentucky as restoring local control. Right. It's the very thing it took away, which Family Foundation stood up against that and said, you don't want this. Yeah. It sounds really good. But this is not what's going to happen. Right. Now we're seeing this. We're seeing it. It takes, this, it takes the control back to the state level, and I don't think they'll be able to wiggle out of this, yeah. but it's going to be harder. Yeah. And that's what communities and parents and, and school districts and people don't just listen to what they're saying. Look at what's happening once again. Right. So yeah. this is just another un un unfortunate situation where parental rights yes. were subverted yes. uh, unbelievably. Uh, you've got a family targeted, targeted because yes. of their Christian values, um, and you've got you know serious concerns about um, direct communication happening, uh, very inappropriate communication happening between school employees and and students, and so and it's really continued to to raise the awareness. You know, Greg, what you and I talked, we we worked on you know SB 150 that passed this last year. Big part of that had some parental rights. Uh, in education, some different protections, but a lot of those protections dealt with curriculum 
yes. and, and so forth. And so, look, I, you know, I know legislators, uh, a number of legislators have, have seen this situation, are extremely concerned. Uh, you know, and I think this just uh, reminds us once again that we've got more more work to do to protect. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there shouldn't be a scenario where a school counselor in any shape or form is ha let not alone, you know, not just going behind the parents' backs, yeah. but even engaging in these yeah. kinds of um, discussions on sexuality issues yes. with students yes. at all. Yeah. Our counselors should be there to help counsel students in academics, yeah. Preparing them to, yep. you know, for <laughs> taking the right class, making sure the, the character Not development, character destruction. right? Yeah. So, right. Um, anyways, this, this situation is, you know, ongoing. We're, um, you know, continuing to um, encourage folks to pray for yes. for Brad and his family, and just another courageous example of someone that was willing to step forward. And I know, I'm sure he's taken. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of um, personal heat. He's got a tremendous amount of support. Yes, he does. In but the anytime local community, you, especially. Anytime you come yeah. out and make an issue like this of, of your school district, it's going to put, you know, hot it's going to put you in the, the hot seat. seat. Right. Right. So be praying for him and his family. Be praying for, for the board yep. that they would, to the extent that they're able to, yep. to, uh, to rectify this situation, right. to right. ensure, irrespective of what ends up happening next session in legislation, that they put policies in place right. that stop this kind of uh, uh, interactions yep. or, um, you know, obviously there needs to be accountability directly. And it would be worthwhile to, for the legislature to oh, revisit sure. some of that. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. You, for you, sure. This is bringing it to light, as yeah. you said, shedding the light. Here's another thing interesting. I know when I, the, the issue was when the daughter saw one of the latter texts that really blew this up, the, the, the dad asked her. This is a text from, from the, counselor the counselor to, to the, the daughter. daughter. Ask her, why did you all of a sudden have a change of heart? She goes, I, I saw that they were way more about their agenda than caring about me. Right. That now, was, now, that's a yeah. huge statement. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge statement from the dad to say they have yeah. no reason not to, to think that. So anyway, Well, and it was really a, a recognition on the daughter's part. Absolutely. It was at that Very, point where she yeah. realized, you know, according to Brad's testimony, that this, yeah. this counselor was not looking out for her best interest, was really... Yeah. Uh, caught up in the LGBT agenda and was trying to destroy their the, family. The daughter stood up, I believe it was her, that stood up with mom and dad at the board meeting when he spoke. So it was yeah. very good. Uh, a couple more things um, before we close out today. You guys, uh, Family Foundation and many other groups, have signed off to an amicus brief, bringing us back around to the, the uh, abortion issue, right, yes. the life issue yeah. with Iowa, I think yeah. it is, right? I know, Greg, we, we broke down and talked about some of the pro-life implications uh, out of uh, the election here in Kentucky. But just a, a reminder to continue to be in prayer. There's so many battles on life issues going on in states. One of the big ones is in Iowa where they have now passed a heartbeat bill twice. There's yeah. been a lot of back and forth with their Supreme Court. And so we're kind of hopefully in the final stages and hopefully they're going to have uh, their heartbeat law be able to go into yes. effect. We filed an Pray about that, by the be, way. Yeah, Pray be praying that, yeah. for the Iowa Supreme Court. And, you know, we I'm, I'm thankful for our, um, our um, David Fowler in Tennessee, our Family Policy Council. He helped put together this brief, made some really strong arguments. And this is, Greg, you and I will talk about this some more as we move forward. Yeah. Recognizing that we've got to make the case that under the 14th Amendment, unborn babies in the womb, children in the womb, are already protected. They are persons. They were always understood to be persons going back to the common law. And so uh, we have 
Uh, we need courts at the state level, at the federal level, yeah. to recognize that unborn life is uh, worthy of protection yeah. and uh, deserves equal protection under the law. And I'm going to take that a step further, David, because I think that's where the Lord would have us take it, and you'll agree yeah. with this, I know. that Not just uh, courts and legislators. We need to get pastors yes. that quit being silent over this issue. The core foundational issue is life. That's the priority issue. And that baby was given life by God. Right. When you avoid that, you are stepping out of your of your role as a pastor and a preacher and a teacher to defend that, which the Bible clearly talks about, and you are allowing your your congregants to be deceived. Yep. That's why we're losing even after Roe v. Wave's overturned. Yeah. We've got to stand firm on this, David. The being, churches do. Being silent on the abortion issue is not an option. It's consent. We're seeing yeah. that. We're yeah. seeing that. I've got many that ask yeah. me about it, and they're confused because right. they're deceived. And, I and they're know, willing to be deceived because we're not teaching on it. And we're going to be dealing with this issue more and more at the state level, at yes. the local level, at the federal yeah. level, and we need the church to speak. I was reminded, Absolutely. I shared with our, our supporters, Greg, I know you know this quote, but Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Yes. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Yes. And uh, for the sake of the unborn, every opportunity we have, we we can't just not be silent. We have to speak boldly and proclaim the word of God. Exactly right. And so as we close, let's do this. Don't forget to pray for Israel and all involved in that. We need to pray for that. And I want to wish you, and I know David does too, have a, a blessed and a happy Thanksgiving with your family, your friends, and your loved ones from the Family Foundation and from Love and Lordship. We love you, and thank you for listening. Um, thanks always for your prayers. Thanks to the Lord of course, over everything else. Have a great day, a great Thanksgiving week and day, and God bless in Christ. Now stay tuned for my friend Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up, and then my good friend Greg Horn at 1245, and Hope is here. Thanks again for joining us. David, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving as well. Same to you, Greg. In Texas, I know yeah. you'll have one there. So yeah, all right, God bless. Happy Thanksgiving.